Plastics is an SBE sponsored podcast. Look at you rocking the sleeveless here. Feeling really yeah, good. I thought um, I got some sun behind me. Lindsay, you sound so far away. Are you in a under, like underground bat cave? Yes. How did you know? Because, uh, you know, we text a lot, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't, I, I, I don't know. You know, my IT skills are poor best. I broke my normal headphones this morning. So I only have my Bluetooth set. This is all I got. Gotcha. Well, you want me to just hold it, it in my mouth? <laughs> I love it so much that it matches um, your outfit and your lipstick. I'm just always, especially in awe of your lipstick. Listen, I do what I, I can to make this all work. Yeah. And that includes not showering on a regular basis. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we are, I'm, I'm Mercedes Lindazzari. And I'm Lindsay Neville. And with our powers combined, we are Plastic. Voices of Resin. That's us. Yeah. So we, uh, together we host uh, an SPE sponsored podcast, um, comes out the first Friday of every month. Um, yeah. So we got one coming up like Friday. Oh, who is it? Who do we interview? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot going on right now. We are really on top of it. That's okay. That's why we have a wonderful group at SP doing all the stuff that we are just terrible at. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot going on for them right now, too. I know. Well, that feels like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So um, so our podcast, uh, it is the two of us. We talk with a guest each month. Um, and then throughout Antec, we have been uh, doing a, a lunchtime takeover um, mm-hmm. to interview some guests. So um, you can listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast. Just search for Plastic Chicks, one word. Um, you can also... You can also follow us on social media. Um, uh, if we haven't forgotten our login password, which we do frequently. These uh, things happen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, at Plastics on pretty much everything. Um, and then uh, every weeknight during the uh, pandemic, we are going uh, live at 9 p.m. Eastern uh, to do... Um, Oh, you on the SP YouTube channel as well. But uh, we're also going live on Instagram uh, every evening to do quarantinis. So join us for a drink. Um, sometimes we bring you on or people you might know in the industry on and, and talk to them. We love surprises. We love them. Do I still sound very far away? Do you want me to just ditch us and go? Yeah, it's a really just nice accessory, my... but it sounds too far away, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. Stand by. You introduce our awesome guest, and I will try to deal with technical difficulties. Okay, so I'm going to introduce our awesome guest while Lindsay tries to deal with technical difficulties. <laughs> um, so our, our guest today is Karen Paulson. She is the president of Paulson Training. Um, Karen, are you here? Hey, I'm here. Hey, how's it going, Karen? Good. How are you? Good. It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on Plus Chick. Yeah, thanks for having me. Lindsay, how's your sound situation? I like the uh, the background. You got a very official spot. I have a very official spot here. Yes, I do. I'm, I'm actually I'm in my office. 
And um, this is my this is my wall. I, I actually have a, another shirt that color of my wall, but I was told not to wear it because then I would just blend into the wall. Yeah, you just be like a floating head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Exactly. my I'd be a white outfit. <laughs> so, so I went with the gray shirt today. I love it. Very nice. Um, so, Karen, tell us a little bit about yourself to kick this whole thing off. Okay, so um, Paulson Training has been in business for over 40 years. Um, the company was started by my father officially in 1980, um, but he really started it before that, more like 1975. He actually had another uh, company back at that time called Control Process, and that was a company that he and actually Rod Grolo started together. Rod Grohl of RJG. So they started together. Rod was a student of my father's when my, when my father taught. And so um, he was, my father said he was a very bright student and they decided to start this company and they made, and I'm going to read this because I, it's, I couldn't remember it. They developed closed loop injection molding process control and plant monitoring systems. There you have it. <laughs> I was only nine at the time, so I don't really know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so they developed this company together and uh, ran it for a while. And then they decided to sell it because they they kind of got bored of it. They, you know, for them, it was the invention and learning new things and developing the company. That was what they really liked. Once it kind of got up and running, they were kind of like, eh, we're bored. So they both went off their own ways. And so my father, but during this time, my father was doing seminars so he was teaching, you know, going around the country teaching um, plastic seminars. And then in 1980, it, um, it really became, you know, Paulson training as we, as we know it today. So, yeah, so it's been a business for 40 years. Um, I just became president um, a couple of years ago. And I've been working here, though, for over 30 years since I got out of college. And I've pretty much been like in every position in the company <laughs> At some point in my life, I've just kind of like wandered around, you know, to different positions. And um, and here I am now. I so, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Family business. Where did where did your father teach before? He taught at. Um, well, at the time, it was called General Motors Institute, which is now actually um, Kettering. Oh. Wow. So, for a while. Yeah. He was really going with the uh, the big guns there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. He's quite the plastics guy. It's um. It's funny because you know when we last year when we were at the molding uh, 2019 show, and and I think it was in Indianapolis. He was speaking there, and so you know for me he's just he's dad. You know he's he's dad. Yeah. You know it's a lot about plastics. He's dad. But when we went there, it was like. I didn't realize like what a big deal he is. You know, like, oh, is Tom Paulson here? Oh, can I meet him? I'm like, yeah, sure. He's right over there. Go ahead. Sure. Oh. Go there with the guy. So, but yeah, he's 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 a big deal in the plastics world. So, um, yeah, to me, he's just dad, and he answers my questions for me when I you know have a plastics question. Which is perfect. is he is he uh, I I didn't I didn't is he a, a plastics hall of famer? He is in, in um, he is not a classic Hall of Famer, but he was inducted in 2006 into the SPE. He got the Lifetime Engineering and Technical um, Achievement Award. Uh-huh. Very cool. That feels, that feels right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But enough about your dad. Let's talk about you. So, um, so did you always know that you were going to go into the family business? Did you have no. mentions about that or? No, no, no. I had no idea. I, um, I majored in college. I majored in mathematics and computer science. And um, I thought that actually, I thought at first maybe I was going to um, do be an actuary. But then oh. I kind of was like, eh, I don't know. Once I kind of looked into it a little bit more, I was like, eh, I don't know. It's kind of boring. I don't really want to do that. So, um, so I just kind of, you know, kind of merged into um, they needed someone to do graphics and stuff at the business. So I said, I'll, I'll do that. So I started off in the graphics department and development department and, um, you know, doing all these graphics that are so easy to do on a computer now. But back then we had to do it with the little strips of tape and you had to put them on the paper and cut them all out with the exact. That feels like a lot. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a lot of work back then. So, and I just never left. I've been here. So you said that you've, you've worked in like almost every position within the company. Yeah. Um, what, what do you feel like was the hardest? Um, I definitely being present is the hardest. (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's no doubt. It's definitely the hardest. Um, and mostly, you know, we, we have a great group of people here, so it's, it's not, it's more of the responsibility, you know, of just being response that I think that pressure of being responsible for, Mm -hmm. for everything that goes on. Yeah. And I'm sure like a time like this, you know, unprecedented, there's no, this is what worked before. That's, uh, I'm sure that would make me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. I would say that's the hardest part is just, um, and, and also I guess probably having to, you know, have your hands on everything that's going on in the company. You know, when, when I was in development, I really didn't worry about everything else. I just worried about development work. Right. And when you're in this section, you worry about that. But now I have to kind of think about all the sections. So that, that part is so, yeah, it's definitely the hardest. So do you um, are you able to fall asleep at night or are you a mind racing until at least uh, midnight kind of person now? Um, I do fall asleep at night, but I usually wake up like two, three o'clock somewhere in there for a while. Yeah. Oh, that's more good. And then I fall uh, asleep right before it's time to wake up again. Uh, I was going to say, and I think I've talked to you about this before, but that's actually my favorite thing to sleep to wake up in the middle of the night and then be productive with something. Um, I have, I'm weird, but no, it is, it is good. That's good. But I find if I need to have like a pad of paper next to me so I can write my, otherwise I can't let go of them, the thoughts. So fine. Um, Just writing things down. I find helps kind of take it out of my brain. Yeah, I'm more of a sleep to sleep and then think of nothing until the morning. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. I know the traditional route, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that works. That's definitely the way to go. So yeah, we, we uh, just touched briefly on the, the current situation. How did, how has Paulson Training, well, first of all, about how many people do you guys employ? We have about 14 people. 14 people. Okay. And you're in Connecticut. Is that right? Connecticut. Yep. Um, and everybody's local or there's some people remote. Um, everybody, we have, um, a couple people that aren't local, but everybody else is local. Okay. And then, so, so up until about two months ago, how did, did your training program work 
And then how has that changed amid the current situation? Okay. So, uh, you know, Paulson, we, we do a number of things for our training. We have online training. We have um, the same training, which can be installed basically inside somebody's computer system onto their server, which we call our DVD training. It's not really DVD though. It's really just installed hard, you know, on their computer system. Cause I don't know where you can get a DVD player anymore, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not really DVD, but we just call it that internally. Um, and then we have, um, we have seminars, public seminars that we hold around the country. So those are basically classes. And then we also have um, what we call implant seminars where companies will actually hire our instructors to come in and teach a class just, you know, to their employees in their company. So um, those are kind of the different ways that, you know, we, we normally would train. But now, of course, you know, with everything going on, um, although, you know, the, the, the online training, that hasn't changed at all. That's still there. Um, one of the things we've been able to do with some of our customers who have uh, the training installed actually in their company, but now their employees are working from home. So we've been able to transition those people to the online training. So for a couple of months so that they can continue training at home, you know, while they don't have access to it at work. And then, you know, when they get back to work, they can just pick it back up there. Yeah. I mean, what better time to be doing a lot of training than at home? It's a perfect time to train. Um, and then we've actually, so our public seminars, we actually did our first virtual public seminar last week and it was, um, you know, it was a, a meeting, like a Zoom meeting. And so it was interactive with the instructor and uh, it went really well, really, really well. It was really well received, had a lot of positive comments on it. Um, so people really liked it a lot. They, they said they actually enjoyed it much more than they expected that they would. And we have great instructors too. So they, you know, they keep you engaged and keep things moving. So it went really well. So we have more coming up. Coming uh, next couple of weeks, we'll have more coming up. So, so yeah. So about how many attendees did you have on that first uh, virtual? Session? So the first one we had, um, we had uh, six. Well, we had six official. We had seven people in the class. So which is um, not that you know that that can be a normal class. We we try to keep our classes small because we want that interact. We want the students to be able to have that good interaction with the instructor. You know, we want to have that back and forth. There's a lot of discussion in our classes amongst the students. So we try not to keep them too big because we don't want it to just be a teacher lecturing to a class. We want it to be very interactive with the students and the instructor. So you can't hide in the back, which is my preferred method. You can't hide in the back. No, there's no hiding in the back. Damn. (laughs) You you might not do well then, you know, Lindsay, in one of our uh, classes. There's no hiding. That's funny. Lindsay and I are complete opposites in that way. She hides in the back and knows all the answers. I sit in the front and then just look like an idiot. (laughs) I like that we pretend I know all the answers. (laughs) We'll go with it. Yeah. So, you know, out of all those types of classes, what, you know, do you have a favorite, um, training type that you guys do? I mean, what's your favorite? Like when you see it on the schedule, you're like, yes, I'm so jazzed. This is coming up again. Um, so, well, they're all exciting. <laughs> uh, we know that. It, it really, you know, it depends on, I, for me personally, 
you know, the SimTech is what's the most exciting for us. Um, so SimTech is our injection molding machine simulator that we have. And it's um, a pretty, uh, it's a pretty cool product. It's basically, you know, it simulates a molding machine. And it's, it's been in the works for many, many years. My father um, is kind of the brains behind it. And my oldest brother is the one who actually programmed it. And you know, this is years and years and years this has been worked on. And it's, um, you know, it's not a, there are other things out on the market, but they're all kind of rule-based. Like if this happens, do this, if this happens, do this. And uh, SimTech is not like that. It's all based on physics and science and a lot of math, um, lots and lots of math. Um, so it's a really, really cool product and it can, it, it can simulate. So there's a lot of neat things you can do with it. And that was one of the things that we actually incorporated with this virtual class, um, even more so than our public. And now we're going to start doing it more in our public is uh, incorporate SimTech into it a lot. So that was it was kind of neat for people to be able to run a molding machine that maybe never had uh, run one before. And you're not going to break it. You're not going to waste plastic. You're not going to you know, you don't have downtime. So it's just it's a great way for people to learn and kind of test things out you know, basically well, apply what they've learned. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, you know, when, when I'm, you know, trying to get someone trained on a press out here, I'm always like, you're not going to break it. It's fine. And then inevitably someone always does something and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> Didn't think you could break that, but you did. <laughs> wow. Never seen that happen before, but congratulations. Yes. Oh, I'm curious. Does it, does it, cause I've never seen one of these before. Does it actually appear like a, like a little injection molding machine on your screen and you get to like, you know, well, settings and uh, it does, no, it doesn't. It, so what appears is it appears the control panel. It's like a control panel on an injection molding machine. So you have the control panel where you have all these settings that you can change anything that you can change on a molding machine. And then you have all your outputs. So you can tell if your part has a problem, you know, if you got flash or short shots or it's out of dimensions. Um, if you've created any machine alarms conditions, the alarms will go off. So you get all the outputs. So it's, yeah, it's like a real molding what machine. What does it mold? I mean, is it a standard shape or is it? So what we have is, um, yeah, so that's kind of an important part about SimTech. It's basically, it's made to be a learning tool. So it's not Mm -hmm. made to be like someone takes and, oh, I want to put my part in there. And that's all Yeah. It's made to be a learning tool. So, you know, the whole premises of Paulson is if you understand the why, behind the problems that you're having, you can solve any part problem. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The plastic doesn't know what machine it's in. It doesn't know what part is being made. It only knows four things. Do you know what those four things are, Lindsay? What are the four plastic conditions? Oh, God. (laughs) I'm not going to answer this because I'm going to look so dumb. Also, because I don't know the answer. I'm sure I do know the answer, but I'm panicking right now. So now I'll go go ahead and answer because I'm not afraid of looking dumb. There's Um, only four variables that the plastic knows. Uh, Temperature? Yep. Melt temperature. Uh, Melt temperature. Uh, Time? Like the, 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 um, so it melts. Yeah. And then it goes through the barrel. So what is it doing? It's flowing, right? Flowing. Flow rate. Oh, okay. Flow rate. So it's flowing, right? 
and then it goes into the mold. And when it goes into the mold, we've got a little bit packing more plastic into the mold. So we've got some pressure. I was going to say back pressure. Go, well, back pressure, you that it's not actually back pressure, but pressure. Mm-hmm. You got the pressure part. Mm-hmm. And then, and then what do we have to do to the part before it comes out of the mold? So uh, cooling, cooling time? Cooling. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really so many nasty texts about this. Like, I am like shaking right now. <laughs> this is spot for serious answers. That's it. That's all plastic knows. It doesn't know anything besides those four things. Okay. So back to SimTech. So SimTech takes all that into account and it doesn't, you know, that's all it knows. And so the formulas are based on all that. So what we have in SimTech is we have different size machines. We have different, um, we have like uh, six or seven different parts and six or seven different plastics. So you can pick from that pool, you can pick a part, you can pick a plastic, you can pick a size machine. Um, and so the parts are, you know, they're, we've got thin walled parts, thick walled parts. So we kind of have a variety that would, you know, if you're molding a thin wall part, you know, you might want to practice on this thin wall part. If you're molding a thick wall part, practice on this thick wall. The concepts are all the same. Once you learn the concepts of the why something is happening, you can apply it to anything. It doesn't make a difference. So that's the important part is understanding the why. Why is it happening? So now in my head, I'm, I'm picturing it. And now I want to see it like, you know, I'm, I'm picturing kind of like one of those flight simulators. But yeah. Having like the, the helmet like view. You want the helmet. I want that. Well, I want the I want the safety goggle view Just where you're glasses. Like you're wearing safety goggles. Okay. All right. We can do that for you. If you want to take a second and wear your safety goggles, you just go right ahead and do that. Awesome. We have no problem with that. Oh, so, so, go ahead, Lindsay. I was gonna say, so if someone approached you and they have zero knowledge of like the plastics industry, but they want to get involved. What would you, what basics would you start with? Would you start more with processing? Would you start more with materials? Would you start, you know, would you start even just uh, approaching, you know, the, like their bio concerns, you know, maybe they think, I don't know if I want to get involved in this industry because things are bad. Where do you guys like to start? What would you start with? So we have, you know, in our training programs, we have um, we have a pretty kind of set pathway to go through. So we start with, you know, we have a two core series that's injection molding fundamentals. It's just fundamentals. Like, you know, you know, it might be somebody who knows nothing about molding at all. You would start with that. And then you can advance up to we have our uh, technology of injection molding level one. And then we have a level two and then we have a level three. So you can go all the way up, you know, to a very high level and then a problems and solutions um, course. So there, there is kind of a set, you know, path that people can take. And depending on, you know, where what your job is in the plant, you may only have to go up to a certain step. You know, if you're going to be an expert and you want to like, hey, this person has a lot of potential. I think they could really be a good expert. Well, we have a path that will take them up to that expert level so there's there's definitely like kind of a you know a set a set schedule have you have you been an instructor no no oh so that's one one position at, at Paul's no I have not been an instructor no I actually you know I don't know I mean I'm not a plastics person I didn't study plastics 
I, you know, everything I know about it is just because I've been in the business of it, but I, I would not be able to instruct a class. No, I don't have that much knowledge. You do a beginner class. I might be able to do a beginner class. I'm pretty good at SimTech. I, I, although I, I don't know if I could teach it, but I, I could, I'm, I'm pretty good at that. I, I have, I've been working with it a lot. So, uh, I, that one I'm pretty good with. Um, well, okay. So we have some random fun questions. Um, if you were a material, this is my favorite question to ask. What material would you be? <laughs> I was a material. What material would I be? Yeah. I am going to go with, hmm, I'm going to go with polystyrene. Ooh. Oh, yeah, nice. Let's make it. Why? <laughs> um, because I think polystyrene has so many uses that I think it's very versatile. It is. I like it. Mercedes, isn't that your? Are you That's mine. That's mine. Yeah. I'm, I'm polystyrene because I am. Am I on mute? No. Okay. I'm polystyrene because I am. I'm thrifty. Um, I'm pretty transparent and I don't recycle nearly as much as I should. Okay. We've done this before. Obviously I'm, I'm a polyethylene. I mean, I'm durable. I'm cheap. I'm useful. That's really, (laughs) I'm a workhorse material. That's what I like to think. Um, so Sorry, I'm just skimming through my questions. I, if you can't tell with my whole technical issue, I broke my headphones this morning and yeah, you're having now issue. I'm not sitting at my computer. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's um, a whole thing. <laughs> so you said your brother, you have one sibling? I, no, I have, um, uh, there's five of us. Oh, wow. So are they all involved in some respect or... Did they, they opt they out? Sometime, at one point. I'm the youngest of the five. Okay. So um, they all at one point were involved, but now they've kind of all gone off and, you know, pursued other things. Yeah, I think that's one thing I really do uh, enjoy about the industry is a lot of the, like, family connections in so many companies and, you know, um, different training companies and injection molding companies. And you always hear, like, well, because, you know, there's not enough schools. There's not enough Um, training things in general that would get people that aren't in the industry um, unless like you trip on it like I did. Um, But, you know, to see the family connection, it's like, well, it's bringing those people back in. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of family connections in plastics. A lot of family connection. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. Mercedes, did you have your, I, I don't have our agenda in front of us because you don't have your agenda in front of you. Well, and Lindsay, initially you had, you'd said that we we're going to play a game, but yes, but if you saw my email 30 <laughs> seconds before we started this, I did not make up a game because I was a slacker. <laughs> and I liked how you were like, you, and you really, that was the whole thing. You were like, Oh, I think I'm going to uh, send you the game. Like, 30 seconds before because I want to make you laugh. And then I was like, what is, what is this? Is she messing with me now? Joke's on me. Yeah. I I was going to make up a really fun game, but I, I didn't. Well, I have a little interesting, fun little tidbit story for you from this pandemic. Lean into it. So (laughs) 
So it was, it's interesting that it took a pandemic to bring this, you know, to the forefront, but it did. So we, we send out these uh, weekly emails of kind of what's going on at Paulson, you know, what do we have going on? So we sent one out last week. Oh, I just got, I just, someone just popped in and said, oh, tell them about the math games you play with us. (laughs) Get to that in a minute. So we send out these weekly um, emails basically what Paulson is doing. So we just, we just sent one out and we were talking about um, the different things that what Paulson's got going on. And so we're talking and I said, um, I said, well, I'm sorry. One second. Okay. So we're talking and I said, all right, well, we've got um, this class coming up. We've got, um, our Pro Molder one class, we've got a Pro Molder two class, and um, I said to him, "Well, what do we, what do we? Um, ho- hold on one second. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So I just, you know, sometimes you just lose your train of thought. I get it. <laughs> it just goes away. <laughs> it's just there's nothing there. Um, so, anyways." I'm back. We had um, oh, two. Yes, we had. So we had this class. So we had our um, new SimTech lab lessons that we just came out with. We had um, a new class coming out with um, math for molders. So that's kind of fun. We we um, decided we needed a math for molders class, and then we had a new um, IPS. So, all right, so IPS is a um, problems and solutions course. We just came out with the new problems and solutions course. So we're announcing all these things. And um, I was like, okay. So somebody calls up on the phone and they say, oh, um, I'd like to join your virtual problems and solutions class. And we're like, yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> we either have this virtual promoter class or we have a new problems and solutions class, but them together, it's not a thing. <laughs> and we're like, huh, well, maybe it could be a thing. Why isn't it a thing? <laughs> we're like, I well, know. let's make that a thing. Perfect. So we decided to come out with this new virtual um, problems and solutions class. So that's what we're going to do now. It's, we're going to have it ready in a couple of weeks. People that's awesome. It. But it came out, of, you know, it was funny because it came out of this, you know, pandemic. It was like it never had occurred to us before until people are like, yeah. We're like, huh. <laughs> well, now you can put it down on your pros list of things that uh, you walked away from the pandemic with. There we go. <laughs> yes. That was kind so, of fun. So, so do you think that, that um, I mean, are you getting more and more requests with people having to work remotely and people maybe having more time to, to dedicate to training and, and especially to virtual training? Um, well, it, it, it's interesting. Um, yes and no. What we are getting more of is not so much um, companies. It's more of individuals at this point that really want to kind of hone up their skills. You know, yeah. A lot of the companies, they're just not open. You know, they're closed. They're not open. And so, um, so we've been finding, though, individuals themselves are interested in, in getting the training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, you know, especially if you're not sure what your company will be doing in, you know, three months, six months, whatever. Good to make sure your LinkedIn looks nice and 
fresh. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, I think I have one last question. Um, it's, it's not related to plastics really, but, uh, you know, uh, I hear that beyond plastics and training beyond, um, beyond mathematics, um, you have another passion. Mm-hmm. I have another passion. Chocolate. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> tell, us, tell us about Tell us about chocolate. Where, where did the interesting chocolate, chocolate come from? And- <laughs> I, I just love it. I love it. Dark chocolate. I, yeah. I eat chocolate every day. Every what day. Do you feel, what do you feel like is the ideal percentage for you for dark chocolate? Um, so I like a dark, I, I'm like, oh, I would say like 65%. Oh yeah. I'm good with 65, 70, even somewhere like, right around there. I like 73 is a okay, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty dark. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm a trash person. M&M's all the way. Just give me M&M's and I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I like milk chocolate sometimes, but dark chocolate is really where it's at for me. It's, I like it. It's uh, yeah. yeah. I don't see a reason not to have it every day. I mean, it's got, it's got antioxidants. That's what exactly. It's amazing. I want health. They really good for you. So, you know, I'm going to live forever because, (laughs) because I've got all that chocolate in me. I love it. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. It was, thanks for having me. And um, maybe we'll see you on a, a virtual uh, problem solving class. Sounds good. Join in. Let's let us know. <laughs> thanks, Karen. All right, thanks. If you've got a question, the voices resonate. Oh, last chance.